Okay, so here's some Bible verses. I'm going to be popping around a little bit here. Uh, and, and some of these you've heard. If you like, some of you have, uh, you know, grown up in church or done a lot of church stuff. Uh, in Ecclesiastes 4, 9 and 10, here's what it says. It says, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. If they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has another to lift him up. Isn't that great? Uh, a friend is there for you to help pick you back up. I love that. And, and the Bible saying that is a very, that's a great thing. Um, if you've ever fallen and felt alone, uh, you know, if life was just wrecking you, things weren't working out and you were all alone, that is really tough to navigate. I've felt that way before. And it, it was the darkest place I had ever been in my life. And, and, and the Bible says a real, genuine, uh, godly friend is great and is there to help pick you up. Okay, so that's a great thing. Uh, Proverbs 27, 9. Proverbs is the book of wisdom. Okay, and it's a great book to go through. Uh, it says in Proverbs 27, 9. Oil and perfume make the heart glad and the sweetness of a friend comes from his earnest counsel. Right, so so a friend is going to give you uh, not necessarily uh, the counsel you you want, but the counsel you need, and that's a gift. Okay, that's a gift in, in a friend. Uh, you should never knock your friend for being honest with you, even if you don't like it. Okay, you should receive it. All right. Um, and that's actually a gift. In Proverbs 27, 17, same chapter, it says, iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. We help refine each other. We help uh, by being in connection. We help each other go to places that we wouldn't go without our friend. That's an incredible thing. So our friends are helping us move forward. We're doing that together. Um, Proverbs 27, 5 and 6, it says, better is open rebuke than hidden love. I love this. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, profuse are the kisses of an enemy. And once again, it's speaking to uh, the value of a friend speaking into your life, and you may not like it, but it is a beautiful thing and a helpful thing for you, okay? And you all need friends like that. I have friends in my life like that, and, uh, and, and sometimes, yeah, I don't want to hear them. Sometimes I press ignore when they call, uh, but, but, and they know that. And you know what they know? They know they're going to keep calling, you know, which is even more annoying. But that's why I love them. They do not let me off the hook. Okay. Um, now, we hear some of these things and, and we ask, so how in the world are friendships like a bad thing? I know the series is distracted. So what, what are we talking about here? Well, once again, we have to establish our our what we're being distracted from, and, and for us, that Christian perspective that, that God is that source. So if I've received the gospel, right, if I've received the gospel message, the gospel message is what Jesus came and did for you and for me, saving us, going to the cross, resurrecting uh, from the dead, having victory over sin and death, paying our penalty and doing that. And then I receive him. I ask him into my heart, to be my Lord and Savior, I say, I'm going to pursue you. And, and in that moment, when I say that, I have defined who I'm pursuing. It's no longer me, right? So I'm pursuing him. I've defined what I'm about. I've defined where I'm uh, going. And so here's the question I have to ask. Here's the question you have to ask. We, when we evaluate our friendships, we have to ask this question. 
Does this friendship draw me closer to God or further from God? Now let's just sit on that for a second. Why don't you just take a moment there? Okay? Does this friendship or friendships, okay, draw me closer to God or further away? And then scripture gives us warnings, gives us some warnings about friendships. So it's talked about how great friendships are, but then it warns us. And, and let me just load up some more verses on here. In 1 Corinthians 15, 33, it says, Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. Bad company is going to ruin good morals. Proverbs 13, 20, Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise. Yep, sign me up for that. Uh, but the companion of fools will suffer harm, it says. And then Proverbs 22, 24 through 25, it says, Make no friendship with a man or woman given to anger, nor go with a wrathful man or woman, lest you learn their ways and entangle yourself in a snare. It's saying if you're going to be around them, you are going to get entangled. You're going to start to take on the very character and the nature of that very anger and those outbursts. That, that's going to become a part of what you are. Uh, guys, I can't even tell you... The, uh, and I know I talk about kids a lot, but that's just where I'm at. So just deal with it, okay? Uh, some of you are going to be there someday, and then you go, oh, yeah, that's why he said that. But um, here's the thing that is, is remarkable, and it's the most humbling, it's painful, uh, is when you see your kids take on some of the sin that you have. And what I mean by that is, guys, I wish I could say when I go home that it is just you know, we just go around our house and we just read scripture and we do prayer walks around the house, and, you know, and worship music's just blaring, you know, and the whole neighborhood's like, oh, we just love them, you know, there's, oh, and, and all that, you know, and we're just, you know, all our neighbors, we're just handing them cookies every day, you know, like all those things, right? I love to say that, but that's not the case, you know, in fact, uh, man, it's messy. There's three little boys and they push buttons that I didn't even know existed in me. Uh, and, and guys, I, sometimes I lose it. Sometimes I get mad. Sometimes I say, I say things I shouldn't. And, and there's that flesh. There's, there's this sin in me. And, and you know what? There's also stuff from my past, the issues that, that I know I am going to have to think about, focus on, struggle, and surrender to God for the rest of my life. And my kids can see things in me like nobody else. And it is one of the hardest things when you see your kid act out and you go, that's from me. That's from me. That hurts. Like, I didn't even know there was that kind of pain. And, and I, I can't go, well, who, whose kid told you to do that? I'm like, oh, shoot. You know, that's me. I'm seeing me. I'm seeing not the good in me. I'm seeing that manifesting itself. And it's because they're around me so much, right? And, 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 and they take on those characteristics, right? It, it, that's, just, that's what they're doing. That's what they know. That's what they're observing and they're seeing. And your friendships, it is the same way. Um, Proverbs 12, 26 in the NIV. I love how the NIV says this. It says, the righteous choose their friends carefully but the way of the wicked leads them astray. I just love that, right? Because in our culture now, 
where we just, I want friends, I want friends, I want friends. We will bring anybody in that will affirm us, give us attention, want to be around us. And, 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 and it just, that, that's it. That, fe- that fuels our uh, fire. And, and I love how it says the righteous choose their friends carefully. They're careful with it. Okay, they don't just let anybody in. I think that's really important. And then, and then there's a couple verses here that I want to read. And, and it just highlights a friend who gossips. You guys don't deal with that. So, um, but Proverbs 16, 28, it says, A dishonest man spreads strife and a whisperer separates close friends. A whisperer separates close friends. That's the, that's the leaky faucet. That's the person that's in the conversation, and all of a sudden, you find out that conversation's leaked out into all these other places. And I'll tell you what, you want to be a wrecking ball to a friendship? Do that. Gossip. That'll kill it. You will, be, you will, you will find that your friend group went, whoop, and, and, and you'll go, what's going on? A lot of times, that's it. Proverbs 17, 19, whoever covers an offense seeks love, but he who repeats a matter separates close friends. Okay? Gossip, gossip, gossip. So what are the takeaways from these verses in regards to friendship? What do we see? Well, one, choose your friends wisely. Choose your friends wisely. The other thing we see is you're going to take on the characteristics of those you're spending your time with. Okay? This is not like a theory to me. This is, this is fact. I've seen it in myself. When I was your age, this was a huge huge struggle uh, for me. I, the groups I was in, I would take on the nature, the character of that group. I would talk like that group. I would do what that group was doing uh, in every way. And I would just become that. And, and, and as I went through college, that was the case. Then I got in trouble. Uh, I got in trouble because of this friend group and, and did something I shouldn't. Uh, but that's not a conversation for here, okay? Because I want you to think I'm this. So, uh, but... But then, you know what I thought is, okay, I'm going to transfer, and, and then I get to like reinvent myself, and I get to make new friends, right? I get to make a whole new thing of friends, and everything's going to be great. Guys, you know what happened? <laughs> I transferred, and believe it or not, I found, honestly, those same people, they just had different names, different faces, different but it was essentially the same group at this other college, and I just happen to befriend them. And all of a sudden, I am doing the very same things. Okay, so I'm like, oh, if I just like escape it, run away from it, start over, it's just going to fix itself, and it didn't. And then I got in more trouble. <laughs> and, and, and so, and then I transferred again. So it literally, it literally was, was this thing, uh, and, and I look at it, and I go, I, I can 100% say it was who I was surrounding myself with. And I was just taking on those characteristics, taking on those things, and they were not good people. They were not good people. Okay, so, so you got to ask this question. Are the people you're spending your time with people you want to be like? Are the people you're spending time with people you want to be like? And the reason you got to ask that is, is because that's who you're becoming. That's who you're becoming. And, and then we also see here the danger of having friends who gossip. Okay? You want to talk about a distraction? Get caught up in a gossip train. That is a huge distraction, right? 
Okay, and, and, and so that, that's a big one. Uh, friendships that they're going to tear you down behind your back, um, which causes you to spiral, which causes you to be consumed in this, and it really wrecks you. And, and these are all warnings that, that the wrong friendships distract us and they take us off course and off from what our focus is to be upon. Um, I mean, how many of you have ever been so consumed with a conflict or a drama with a friend that you literally can't think about, you can't think about anything else? It's, it's overcome, right? You're in class, you think about it. You're at work, you think about it. It's at night, you put your head in the pillow, you think about it. That is an all-consuming distraction, okay? Um, and, and so anybody right now that's bringing drama into your life, they are a distraction. Okay, we'll just call it what it is. Um, if, if your friends are that you have in your life, if your friends are always being negative, they're going to bring you down to that level. Okay, that is a distraction. If, if, if your friends are demanding all of this time for you from you, and if you don't deliver on that time the way they want, um, and you feel that, that's a distraction for you. That's, a distra that's an unhealthy relationship. And so my encouragement to you tonight is to evaluate, to evaluate who you're spending time with and to ask, are they moving me towards where I want to be? I mean, I pray it's towards your relationship with God or away from it. And, and, and I want to be clear about this as well. Part of this is identifying how close you get to certain friends, okay? I think that's really uh, important and something we have to uh, differentiate, okay? Um, how close are we getting um, to certain friends? Because all friends aren't equal, okay? All friends are not equal. Uh, we have some people in our life who are, we call them friends, but they're actually acquaintances, Okay, so we have friends that are more just like acquaintances. It's like, hey, what's up? How you doing? It's good to see you, like that. We have some that we hang out with sometimes, right? Every now and again, you guys hang out, you go do something, right? And then there's others, uh, other kinds of friends who you spend most of your time with, okay? And so I think it's really important to, to differentiate. Sometimes I do these talks and, and people like literally, like anybody that's even closely attached to their life, they just, they're like, you don't love God, get out, right? To everybody. And they treat them all the same. And yet friendships aren't all the same. And it's not talking about acquaintances. It's not talking about people that you, that you, uh, you know, cause there's, there's going to be people that you, you're investing in. There's people, there's going to be people you're getting to know. There's going to be people that you're reaching out to, right? Um, but what we're talking about, uh, here, um, is, is those, uh, those relationships that are, you're spending a lot of time with, um, them. And so, I think that we, honestly, when you think about the first two buckets, those are people you're trying to get to know better. But in that last bucket, it is what I call that, that seat of influence. It's the seat of influence. Those that you're spending most of your time with, they have this seat 
this, this, this place of influence in your life. And that's what you really have to pay attention to. And you have to be very selective about who you put in that seat. Okay, because essentially what you're doing is you're giving that person authority over your life. They're influencing you. Like there's no way you can say they're not. Okay, scripture says you're being influenced by them. Okay, um, and, and so those are the ones that we're talking about here. Those are the ones that are, they're either the ones distracting you away uh, from what you're trying to get to, or they're drawing you closer to where you want to be and who you want to be uh, come. They're the ones you're going to for advice, right? They're the ones you're calling up. They're the ones you're texting. They're the ones you're getting advice uh, from. They're the ones you're bringing uh, your problems to. When you have a problem, when you have an issue, you go to them. Um, when you have a challenge, they're the ones you talk to. When you're disappointed, they're that ear for you. Um, and so th those are those people, okay? And, and then another good question as we identify those people is how many people are in that seat? How many people are in that seat? Okay, because you need to guard who you give influence to. You have to guard it. Right? So, so if you're like, oh, there's like eight people that are just like, oh, speaking into my life. I'm like, oh my goodness. That's a lot. Like that is a lot. How do you manage that? And, and are they all agreeing? Because if they're not, you're going to be really confused. Right? And, and, and so you have to guard uh, who you give influence to. And, and you know what? It, whenever I meet with someone, and, and I've met with uh, a bunch of you before, I am never offended when someone is like guarded when they meet with me. I'm never offended. Uh, in fact, I'm encouraged most of the time when someone like meets with me and they're really uh, guarded uh, because I think that's, that's important that they are guarded. Uh, if you don't know me, like, and, and you meet with me and you're just like, what should I do? And it's like, you don't even know me. I mean, you're going to just take my advice, right? And, and, and guys, in my profession, what I, I mean, I'm a pastor. There are so many uh, pastors who abuse their influence over people. Okay. There's so many pastors that manipulate people to accomplish what they want. And so if I meet with someone and they're, they're really guarded with me, I'm not, I'm encouraged by that. I'm never like, oh man, why don't you just trust me? You should just trust me. Do you know who I am? Like, just trust me. You know, no, I'm encouraged because they're being careful about who's going to influence their life. And you should guard that. You should protect that. And here's another key element. Just because someone was a good friend doesn't mean they still are. Okay, um, it, it's crazy how we just give people this like lifetime pass to speak into our lives, and 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 that person's changed. That person isn't who they were, and yet you're still giving them the same seat. Um, you guys, there are different friends that you're going to have, and they're going to be for specific seasons of your life. Uh, one of my one of my best friends, who he was the one who started getting me to go to church in college. Um, he just awesome. I owe him so much. I mean, he he pulled me. He would wake me up when I was hungover and say, "We're we're going." And I would just, I didn't even know where we were going. I'd be like, "What? Are you doing? Okay, let's go." And and then and then he and then he pull up to a church, and I was like, "Okay, we're doing this, man!" Like like like. 
you know, and then, I mean, if you're going to a church, you just want to, like, look right. Like, I'm like, dude, you didn't even tell me, man. Come on. Like, you know, and then all the people are like, oh, so glad he's here. You know, like, they're, like, praying over me. Like, oh, he's, yeah. And, and I was like, dude, this jacked up. But he was like, he was relentless. He was relentless about it. Relentless. And, 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 and he would just, he, man, grab me out of my dorm. We're going to church. And he would do that. He was, he was the best friend I needed in that season. That same friend, he's walked away now. He's walked away. He's in another city. He's not following Jesus. And I love him, but he does not have a seat of influence in my life. When he's given me advice, I'm, I'm, I'm listening, but I'm guarded with it because I, he's not, we don't have the same purpose right now. We're not pursuing the same thing. And so, guys, you've got to continue to evaluate as well who's in that seat. It's not a lifetime pass of influence over you. That, the, there, there are going to be seasons, and there's going to be friends for some of those seasons. But you need to reevaluate because you're going to have some friends that drift. Many of you have drifted okay, in your life, and, and, and you've had some great influencers, some great friends that have helped you along, and, and so you just need to know that, that some of these friends that you have, they're speaking, like, they're, they're going to fall too, and, and so you just need to continue to evaluate um, who these people are uh, that are speaking into your life, because guys, here's the thing, you're making um, the biggest of decisions in the shortest amounts of time in this age, like, do you, do you get that? Everybody just nod, please. Even some of you that are like, you're like, I don't know, I'm just here to party. Like, I don't care. Like, but you are, you literally are. Some of you are, are going to decide in the next four years, like who you're going to marry. That's a big one. Don't want to mess that one up. That's a big one. Okay, like some of you are going to pick a career and you're going to move and you're going to go all in, and you're going to move into a city, you're going to know, you're going to know no one else, and you're going to devote your life to a new job. And you're going to have to pick up, and, and everything's going to be, that's a huge, life-altering decision that you're going to make, okay? Like, like those are not little decisions. Those are huge. Those are life-changing decisions. And so you guys are making these decisions right now. Um, and, and some of you, you're, you're hoping you get to make them. So you're actually looking to make these decisions. It's on your mind, right? Like, and, and so it, it's so important for you guys to understand now more than maybe ever who are the ones that have influence in your life and are they helping you pursue, if it's Jesus, are they helping you pursue him or are they actually pulling you back from that and distracting you from the very thing that's your goal? And guys, I'll tell you this, if he's your goal, oh, you do not want to make those big decisions without him. Like, you don't. Like, I can't imagine. I mean, oh, thank you, Jesus, for some of the relationships I was in that did not work out. Because my wife is amazing. And, and, and without Jesus coming into play, I would have never even met her. And, and, and so, guys, that, that is so critical uh, for you. And, and, I, and then I want to close with this question. What kind of friend are you being? What kind of friend are you being? Are you being a negative distraction 
in your friend's life? Or are you being a positive influence that's encouraging them, that's helping them move forward in their relationship with Jesus? Are you that first section? Are, are, are you the, the one that's there for when they fall? Are, are, are you the one that's giving them words, wisdom, out of love, even, even if it hurts sometimes, even if it's tough, even if it's uncomfortable, but you're willing to have that? Are, are you that friend or are you the other? There's a, there's, a, there's a verse tucked away that most people don't notice in Job 6.14, and I just love it. It says, he who withholds kindness from a friend forsakes the fear of the Almighty. And what I love about that is it's like, how dare you withhold kindness from your friend? You are obligated. You are called to, to bring kindness, to bring love. Literally, the love of Jesus, if you're, if you're a Jesus follower, you are called to bring that into your friendships. And so I just want you to think about that. I want you to consider that. And guys, I want, we're going to go into worship here. I just want, as we, as we go into worship, I want you to consider, to think about your friends, your friends. I want you to think about those influencers that you have in your life, the ones that have your ear, the ones that you're spending most of your time with. And I just want you to ask, what direction are they taking you in? And maybe you say, like, it's not bothering me or that. Then ask this question. Are they who you want to become? That's a great question. Because according to Scripture, that's what you're becoming.